Bernadeski is wild. How do you feel? I feel very good. <laughs> I love uh, his accent. Yeah. So good. He's our Toronto Borat. <laughs> He's a Borat. He's a Wario. <laughs> He's a gonna win. Beautiful moments. And ready for another beautiful moment. <laughs> a yep. beautiful podcast. Whatever happens next happens. 101, like the Dalmatians. Let's oh. go. Oh. The sequel. I don't know. No. Was it always 101? Yeah. That's the ridge. That's too many dogs. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, bro. Wait till you see the second one. Hey, don't get all Cruella on me. <laughs> Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Block the wind and the roast is Only very impressive. We have top players. Portugal. Welcome to the Portugal Corner of the Podcast, where we talk about all things Portuguese soccer, the good, the bad, and the funny. I'm Evan. Patrick. Justin. Chris. What's up, boys? Well, I feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very good. Just feeling good like Bernadeschi. Yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah, coming off a nice long weekend. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> What's it, long weekend? <laughs> well, they're all long. Long week. They're all long for me. <laughs> but I mean long as in like the amount of hours spent drinking and everything oh. like that, watching football. Do you have a They're Celtic? Do you have a Celtic jersey? No, no. no. Chris does. I did. I, I rock my Jota jersey at work. Were you working? Yeah. Yeah. I have an old Celtic jersey that I wore for uh, an intramural league, mm-hmm. and like half the letters on the back are falling off, and it was like my full last name. Someone's like, "Is that a is that a Gaelic name?" I was like, "Nope, it's just <laughs> a shitty jersey. Yeah, <laughs> falling apart." <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, um, they're gonna say that's Portuguese, pa. No, there's not enough letters on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. The Portuguese national team got called up, and is Roberto Martinez's first call up. So it's pretty exciting. But then after when it actually happened, it was like, oh, this is the exact same <laughs> team from the World Cup. So all that research he was doing, all all those games he went to, all everything he was. It was all for the same. He led yep. him to the exact same conclusions that uh, <laughs> that uh, Fernando Santos, Fernando Santos yep. got to. Yeah. Well, he added a couple new center backs that we wanted. Yep. yep. Inacio and the milkman came out. Uh, Pep got injured in between the call up and now, so he's out for the uh, for the games. So that's another replacement. I'm sure we'll find another center back to replace him with. He's gonna leave it. He's gonna leave it. He said, "These are the guys." Okay. Okay. Someone's doing double duty. One of those six center or five center backs now. Well, I'm we'll sure they see. have enough, yeah. He'll probably go for a three a three back. I mean, even Diogo Dalo can slot back into a three three man center back situation where he plays like the right one. Um yeah, and then in midfield, well, I like, think I think we, no, but I think guys. I think with the center backs it's like Ruben Diaz can just play all the minutes and then you can switch out the two guys he plays with. Yep. If you got three in the back. Jota makes his return since uh, missing out at the World Cup from injury. So, Diogo Jota back in the lineup. Yeah. See how much of a difference that makes. 
No more uh, Braga boys. Only a team of the top four in Portugal left out. No Ricardo Horta. Oh, man. Too bad. Well, we're not playing Korea. That's okay. But you did say you thought he would go heavy Portuguese league. I thought he would. And he just went, did Fernando Santos. Patrick said he wants to, he might want to start out on a good foot. These are the guys that are comfortable playing together. Let's just smash these two teams, and then maybe he'll try and bring in some new guys or fresh yeah. blood, but we'll yeah. see. Maybe it's not the not. time to try new things. you got to play the strongest squad. The other thought process is, like, I'm taking over this team. If I leave out a big guy on the first call-up, how is the squad going to feel? Is there going to be resentment? You yeah. Know? Make like, a big happy. All the lunch tables are happy. Everyone's happy. Exactly. This guy's here. He sucks shit, but <laughs> I like him a lot. <laughs> Everyone, you know, they got their hotel buddies from the World Cup. They're going out for lunch, dinner. They're, they know who they're sitting beside. You don't want to mess that up. You don't want to mess those vibes up. He's keeping the vibes. Yeah. How much, how, how, uh, thrilled do you think Ronaldo is to have this little break to just be back in Portugal? Like, you know, where he knows the food, he knows yeah. <laughs> how to read the menu. Is like. it, wait, is Ronaldo vegan or is he, has he got a no, weird diet? No. He's not vegan. No, no he just vegan. has, he's heavy fish. He okay. eats tuna and eggs, man. Tuna and eggs. Yeah. That's a stinky diet. With nothing on it because <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> Other than that, man, Gonzalo Ramos called up again, obviously. He's been in great form. Is he going to be the starter or do you think Ronaldo's going to get get the, the start in these games? You well, got to start Ronaldo. Yeah. That makes headlines if he doesn't start. Liechtenstein in Luxembourg. Just start him. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. going to score. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then we've got the uh, the young goalie coming in, too, from uh, Gima Range. Oh, yeah. We just played him. But if we could just play him. Yeah, he did not have a good week. But, <laughs> hey, apparently he's Portugal quality. Bring him in. Bring him in. Well, he'd probably just train. I don't think he'd play their game. No, no. Definitely wouldn't. Hey, introduce him to the lunch table. That's what, that's what you got to do. Yep. Get his lunch table going. Mm-hmm. Get him acclimated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bit of a snub for Pot. Yeah. After such a big week, and especially after Pep got injured, just say, hey, Pot, come on over. The Nuno Santos, too? Yeah. Wouldn't yeah, Pot think, be a midfielder, though? I think the Sporting and the Sporting Braga guys are the most hard done by here, where they're like, hey, we've been performing all season, or for the second half of the season, not all season, certainly. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but you know there'll be all their opportunities to be called up if you got if you keep performing like Pot's been called before he'll be called again. Oh yeah, so. his, his time will come. But then it's also like you know if we move to a three in the back system, two wing backs, then we're only doing like yeah less spots up front in the midfield. And there's so many midfielders. How the hell do you even pick? Yeah. Like I'm thinking we do, you know, Bruno beside Paulinha. Bernardo Silva in front of them, and then like two strikers, either Felix and Ramos or Ronaldo or Leal. And I like that. Yes. One of them goes I'm wide. You there. You're just going to leave Bruno Fernandes on the bench? No, I, I said know. Bruno's on it. Oh, okay. I'm going to leave uh, Vitinha, Neves, Otavio, Juan Mario, and Mateus Nunes on the bench, which even all those guys, like, they could all start. Yeah, we good gotta, subs, though. We got to wait to see how he plays because we have no idea yet. Yeah. I've, obviously, if you're going to do three at the back uh, and then the two wing backs, the high, where you're going to be playing most through is through uh, Nuno Menge and Juan Cancelo, which mm-hmm. is not a bad plan at all if they play well. No. Especially if Juan Cancelo plays well, which is a big if nowadays. So if you want to have the game totally moving through them, 
I mean, I don't see a problem with that. I don't love three at the back because, like you said, it takes away an attacking player where you have now you have three center backs. Yeah, but that's good for uh, Jean Cancelo. He can just be a winger. Just go up. Don't worry about defending. Yeah. And he Same thing with Nuno Menge, but Nuno Menge is a pretty good defender. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if we do three at the back, who's starting? Who are the three? Patrick said uh, a couple months back. Well, go, go ahead. Months back. Well, <laughs> this guy said <laughs> last week was two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago was last month. And it was a long week. <laughs> okay. Well, I think without a doubt, Ruben Diaz is going to be there. I'd like to see uh, Antonio Silva there, personally. And then who's the, la- who's the other man? I think it's Ignacio. Ignacio, yeah. That's what, Patrick well, said, uh, that's what Patrick said after the last World Cup, uh, you know, through four months ago. That's what I would like, yes. <laughs> yeah. But the late also plays in a three back system so yeah. maybe it would be him and Nacio and Ruben Diaz. Uh, dude, I Something don't think like you can, I don't think you can leave Danilo out of this back line though. I think you can. It'll probably he'll probably be Danilo though, I don't it's know. It's going to be Danilo, man. Danilo gonna, plays 3 at PSG, right? Yeah, it's going to be Danilo, Diaz and maybe Inacio just because Martinez has been a lot of sporting games, but I mean, I wouldn't hate if it was, hate it if it was Antonio Silva either. I think Inacio deserves it. His time has come. So Danilo Pereira is 31 years old right mm-hmm. now. He His birthday is the 9th of September. So then by the next tournament, which would be which was what we're preparing for, right? Yeah. Euro yeah. 2024. Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to be 33. Wouldn't it be nice to have the other two center backs primed, ready, have played all the qualifiers together and then go into it without him just, you know, being a backup, I guess? Brother, we just called up Pep. Who is 40. I know. And we have a new manager. Maybe, you know, maybe we might, he might want to look younger. I hope. I mean, you know? I, he should be looking younger to replace those center back spots. But, he definitely uh, looks younger than Fernando Santos by a <laughs> wide margin. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. I think Danilo is still very much in the conversation. They call my anti-Porto bias, but I think Pep should be dropped. I think Danilo should oh. be dropped. I think Vettinia should be dropped. I think Otavio <laughs> shouldn't make the team. But, hey, look, that's just me, man. Do you want late to play? Do I want late to play? The milkman? I haven't decided yet. He's Portista. We'll see. We'll see. see I'd keep Diogo Costa, though. Of course, you love him. I'd yeah. be honest, I, I, I'd keep him. You can't not, yeah. Justin says, bring back Sergio Oliveira. How's he doing in Turkey? <laughs> yeah, he can, he can <laughs> be He's the beautiful. team. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Andre Gomes at? Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, okay, move on. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, Champions League action. Porto tie Inter 0-0, but are knocked out on the one nothing aggregate. Uh, despite more possession and chances, Dragons fail at home. What do you guys think? So sad. Oh, I'm so sad. It was sad. It was terrible. <laughs> My heart was racing the whole game. Yeah, the first half didn't look like they were creating nothing. And then second half, they're like, oh, shit, we might get eliminated here. Yeah. <laughs> and they kicked it up a notch. They woke up in the second half, and I was like, where was this in the first half? But what was Inter doing? Nothing. The they whole were, game. Dude, they were doing nothing. Inter just congested and clogged up the midfield. Porto had no room to play. They were just kept passing it to Zaidu on one side and hoping he could do it, uh, trying to chuck the ball up to uh, Galeno. On the right side, uh, Pepe, the Brazilian, pretty quiet for the first half. In the last half hour, he like turned on. He was amazing. Hmm. Do, you um, think, do you think that guy has the stuff? Really, the juice, the jinga, Pepe, yeah. Pepe. I no, I do. I like him. Really? He shouldn't. He shouldn't be a right back. He's filling in as a right back, so you know it wasn't the best game for him. But I think he has it. Mm. He was the backup to uh, Cebolinha at Gremio. Oh, 
Oh, his understudy. And look who's still in the league. Oh, he just got there. Nah. He might flop just like the Onion Man. Well, I think he came halfway last season. But we had no Otavio because he got that red card, which, like, Taremi had to play that midfield creative player, which... Yeah, that hurt you tremendously. I think with Otavio, maybe you guys could have found a way to get a goal. Yeah. Uh, Evan Nielsen starts, and he hasn't been playing. He hasn't been scoring. I don't know why he's the first choice. You think that guy's got the stuff? No. Evan not Nielsen. this Not this season. La- end of last season, I yeah, thought he-, he was fucking mint. He was fantastic. The, br- the break went to his head, I think. Yeah, something's not clicking this year, and I would bench him for the rest of the year unless he starts waking up, maybe loan him. I think he's good. I think he has a lot of potential, but right now he's not doing it. I want to see Namaso out there, even Martinez. Martinez is a big, strong guy. He can win balls. You think Namaso has the stuff? <laughs> I think Namaso does have the stuff, at it's least right now. Er- it's he's way got too stuff. early. Come on. No, he's 23. No. He's been showing some good stuff. But we don't have a good sample size. I mean, Evan Nielsen and Pep play like every week. Yeah, no, yeah. Evan, Nielsen, Evan Nielsen hasn't been playing that much, man. Especially not even in leagues. And they decided now in their Champions League knockout game. Let's yeah. start him. Let's start him. Let's start him. Let's yeah. bring him on. Whose idea was that? Fucking Sergio, man. All right. End of the game. We got a couple chances. Porto pings the ball off the woodwork more than once. I think Taremi hit it on a header and Marcano or someone hit another. That was crazy. They got so close. That yeah. was a flurry. Usually. Crossbar then post. Usually yeah, in those man. flurries, I'm like. Porto finds a way to get to scramble that ball in the net, hockey style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big goal scramble mouth out. Taremi or something. Yeah. Gets it in. Maso came out on the 84th. Eustachio uh, came off for um, uh, Andre Franco. Another big improvement was Gruyich. Gruyich killed it all game. He was looking for shots, man. Nice. Eustachio got a shot off early that was like right, perfectly placed, like bottom corner, but goalie got there. And uh, Uribe started the game hot, too. He was like, he fucking chucked a shot in. Um, but, yeah, Onana, too good. Held it down for the entire game. And my boys are out. Sad time. No more uh, no more Porto. Bye-bye. You know, I w- I'll be honest. I was kind of rooting for Porto. I wanted to see a Benfica, a Benfica-Porto quarterfinal. How crazy would that have been? would have been insane. Dude, imagine if one side of the table ended up being all Portuguese and Italian teams. <laughs> that, would oh, that would be spicy. And around that time is the league game against Porto. It would have been three games against Porto like in a row. The way the Classico uh, was with uh, Real Madrid that one year. That would have been cool. Right. Dang. All right. Well, so long, Porto. Time to focus on the league. Do you think that... Do you think that what Porto was doing to those Inter fans outside the stadium by double selling tickets and then kind of like <laughs> leaving them stranded out there was uh, in somehow like a karma against them, you know? Maybe. I, yeah, I, I saw that. It was keeping was, the ball out of the it's, net. It's a ball don't lie situation. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that was inhumane. Yeah. It's like, why are we, yeah, why are we leaving those fans out there? I didn't get that either. It's With like, no pizza? <laughs> out nope. there in the street. And then no pizza. It's just, it's good no one got hurt or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like seeing, that gets me claustrophobic seeing those crowds. Yeah, Yeah, man. Trampled. Get these people that are seats. Dude, if I was in that crowd, I'd be losing my mind. I don't think they have seats. Like, they like double sold them. Yeah. Like, they just leave them outside. They just leave them in a hallway? Well, they took their money and they just leave them outside. Hey. I'd raise hell, brother. Yep. Uh, Meanwhile, Manchester City annihilate Leapjig in a 7 nothing win. Erling Haaland picks up five goals, rocketing him to first place in goals for the tournament. Uh, Salah sitting at eight, Mbappe with seven. They're both out. 
They're both eliminated. Uh, Vinicius on Real Madrid has six. Juan Mario has six. And Rafa has five. Damn. So, um, yeah, speaking of raising hell, the freaking Terminator. <laughs> back <laughs> at it. It's crazy. He's a beast. A lot of these goals were a lot, a lot of trash goals. A lot of rebounds. A lot of guys saving mm-hmm. up. This Leipzig goal, he was saving a lot of things or hitting a lot of posts. And then Holland's there to smack home another one. He makes it look easy, though. I bet some other players wouldn't be able to get these rebounds. That's yeah. true, because he's so big, yeah. lanky, well, yeah. and athletic. The second goal was like De Bruyne like, hit it off the crossbar. Yeah. And then after goalie was lost, I think it was Orban. And then Holland just runs in with his giant head. Jumps, and he's tall. Yeah. I guess that... Look makes it look like nothing. Viking. Viking level. Yes. All right. Um, can Juan Mario catch him in top goal scorer of this tournament? Absolutely. Absolutely. Any day now. <laughs> Anything's possible. I think Juan Mario is actually taller, stronger, <laughs> and better. Well, Super Mario, when he eats one of those mushrooms, he <laughs> goes boop, 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 boop. <laughs> exactly. bigger. We just got to give him more mushrooms. That's right. Shroom pills, if yes. you will. Get him on mud water. Mud water. <laughs> But they're not a sponsor of this podcast, so we will refer to <laughs> them again. That's a company, yeah. Yeah. We should reach out. <laughs> um, Real Madrid finished the Liverpool job with a single goal by Benzema to push the aggregate to 6-2. Yeah. I cool. I mean, I wasn't hoping. I, I'm obviously hoping for Liverpool to come back, but I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, especially like once the first half ends, you're like 45 minutes, four goals, like not happening. I mean, there's always that thought in the back of your head. You're like... Man, that game where they scored four goals against Barca and came back like however many years ago. Mm-hmm. Like maybe one of those days, but nah. Nah. You want to hear some weird triangle math? Tell me. <laughs> okay. Porto can't beat Liverpool. They get smashed. Mm-hmm. Liverpool can't beat Real Madrid. They yeah. get smashed. I think Porto could, could beat. beat Real Madrid. Oh, mm-hmm. like a That's rock, hypothetical. rock, paper, scissors situation. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, okay. we could take them. Just the, yeah, there you go. We never get to play them. That's the problem. Yeah, they would. Yeah. We would surprise them if we did. Mm. <laughs> uh, the unstoppable Victor Osimhen scores twice, followed by a Zelinski penalty to push Napoli up to an aggregate of five nothing against Frankfurt. Uh, worrying scenes in Naples that uh, that day as German fans cause a ruckus and are eventually barred from entering the Stadio do Diego Maradona. Ugly stuff. You never, you hate to see it. No, it's terrible, man. Like with the rioting in the streets. Like, I think UEFA wouldn't let anyone, uh, wouldn't let the Frankfurt come, fans come to Napoli for fears this would happen. And then they were like, well, you know what? Why don't we just come anyways and make it happen? <laughs> Fuck up your city and break yeah. all the chairs and fight with your police. Crazy. Yeah. It looked like they uh, raised the retirement age in Italy. <laughs> Big riot, fire. Lots yeah. of fire. Yep. Those police were scared. I mean, I'd be scared, too. Dude, I'd be scared. Germans storming the capital? Yeah. It's terrifying. But, yeah, it was, like, last year when Frankfurt played Barcelona, and they, like, managed to get, like, 50,000 fans or something insane into the Camp Nou and, like, took it over, and they ended up winning that game. Yeah. That's what Napoli was afraid of. Yeah. End of the day, it's (laughs) just soccer, guys. (laughs) I love that line. Dude, from um, Superbed? Yeah. Come down, Greg. It's soccer. It's soccer. <laughs> Frankfurt, chill, bro. A lot of people got to tell themselves that line a lot. Yeah, it's just soccer. Um, Champions League draw happened. We've already alluded to it. Benfica will be playing Inter. You guys think you can do it? I hope so. Easy. Hey, dude, these guys Easy suck. money. Hey, you can do it. This you f- cannot look past Inter, okay? 
Everyone's already looking past. Wouldn't be great. This and that. What the hell? Last week you're we like, gotta, I'll take on anybody. <laughs> we got to beat Inter, but you. But now that we've got Inter, we have to beat Inter. Yeah. All right. Whoever you get drawn, you got to beat. <laughs> but it's like it's the best draw. That's the team I would want. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Out of all of them, it really is. <laughs> I mean, Napoli are probably going to make easy work of AC Milan if they don't. You never know. I don't know about you that. You never know. That's true. Some They're uh, rivals at home. When it's when it's uh, one two or when it's in the same league, you know, and then a two legged tie. Look, AC Milan, they can't catch Napoli, but now they're like, but we can take Napoli out of this competition. We can sweep yeah. and them. Historically, AC Milan is a Champions League motherfucking team. Yeah. That's what they play. That's what they care about. So. I th- I mean, and there's no hope in the league. Exactly. This is it for Concentrate them. Concentrate on Champions League. So I would not I would not count them out. And you know, And they I, got Rafael Leal. Of course. Yeah, they have and we're rooting for him. Hell yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, look, what did I say in September? What did I say when the Champions League started? I said Bifiga's gonna win the Champions League. Okay. So I do not I now seeing what's happening and the table and everything. I do not take back my statement. I stand with my statement. I think that you go full force there's a right. solid chance they will make it to the finals. I think they have to perform. There's they, a path you can see. Yeah. There's a path you can see, but I, we have to we have to win. Any yeah. team that I was scared for Benfica to play are on the other side. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought exactly, so, too. I was like, when I saw that draw, I was like, wow, if there's any year to make it to the finals for a Portuguese team, yeah. right now. I was Except like, for Chelsea. We wanted Chelsea. Yeah, I was like, Chelsea, no, but Madrid, Bayern, City. I was yeah. like, if Benfica have to play those teams, ouch. But they're all on the other side of the table. It comes down to one game at the end. You guys could do it. I read a stupid comment on Twitter, actually, that I, wanna he- I want everyone to hear. <laughs> I don't know why I want everyone to hear. It's so stupid. But they said... UEFA, you know how we all think UEFA rigs the draws and everything? They said UEFA is punishing Real Madrid, City, and Chelsea for starting the Super League. And they put them all together. And then this side, they put Benfica, Napoli. But wasn't AC Milan and Inter in the Super League as well? I'm pretty sure. I think so. At least Inter. At least least AC. Definitely Juventus 100%. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So I was like, all right, I don't know how bullshit. That sounds pretty bullshit. But look, this is the way it turned out. And. You got it. You just gotta win the win your games. On the other side, Madrid versus Chelsea. I mean, Madrid came back against them last year, but you never know. Chelsea reinvigorated. They got the Potter. They got the Juan Felix. I'm so sick of Chelsea doing fucking nothing and then getting a new coach and coming in and winning the Champions League. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. But I'm also sick of Real Madrid just winning. The, they literally I hate won Real- it. They won it last year. I hate Fuck Real them. Madrid more than you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then on the other side, Bayern City is going to be great. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. City City might make a run to the finals. But a lot of people saying Bayern City Bayern City should be a semifinal, two good teams, but one of them is going to be out. It's great. Two of the two most stacked teams in the tournament uh, playing each other. Bayern has on the bench like Sané, yeah, Mane, <laughs> Gnabry, Gnabry, and those guys are on the bench. They don't even start. No. Drunken Cello plays Chup- 45 minutes. They're starting Chupo Moteng. Wait, that guy's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anything else to uh, the road to Istanbul 23? Dude, it's exciting. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, it's going to be a good run. Patrick, I want you to look up tickets to Istanbul, end of May. <laughs> oh, I think you mean Constantinople. <laughs> <laughs> You're one but of those, Constantinople. Eh? <laughs> but it's Istanbul. Yeah. Um, all right, to Europa League. 
Sporting steal the headlines with an unbelievable night in London. After the Gunners take the lead through Xhaka, Pedro Gonzalez replies with a jaw-dropping long ball, giving the traveling fans as well as Kim Kardashian a night to never forget. Why was Kim there? I don't know. She was there. She was invited. That ass was invited to (laughs) the Emirates. They got a lot of guys who are into that kind of, you know, stuff. Ass stuff? Yeah. Booty stuff? (laughs) Um, Yeah, crazy game. Gets pushed to uh, penalties after extra time. Uh, Adan making up for so many blunders this season. He saves them. For the penalties, Sporting selects four defenders of their five shooters. And the game is won after Martinelli misses and Nuno Santos seals the deal. Not just misses, but is saved. Is saved by Adan. Is saved. Adan had the game of his life this week. But yeah, going into it, it was uh, what, a 1-1 one, one draw? 1-1 one, one draw, and you know... No, 2-2 two, two two, draw. 2-2 two. Two, two Looking draw. back on it, this is the first time I've accepted, hey, I like the no away goals rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it benefited yeah. Portugal. Who would have yeah. thunk? Yeah. We it need, uh, like, keeps it simpler explaining it to people because, like, <laughs> all these people are not into soccer. They're like, keep asking me, what does the away goals mean? <laughs> well, dude, that was like, remember a couple years ago when Porto played Juve? It's like they won, lost, and tied all in one game. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, this game, Trinkau, I thought played very well. It was the first time I was like, not the first time I'm impressed by him, but one thing I thought was pretty cool was like, Man, you watch basketball, you see people's break, you get their ankles broken. Trinkau broke this guy's knee, Tommy Yasu. Ooh, Literally yeah. deked him so hard he got injured and subbed out. Subbed and out. Not wishing that evil on anyone. That's unfortunate, <laughs> but it was cool to see it happen. Snapped his knee or something. Yeah. And the other thing that I thought was really funny was every time uh, Puck was taking like a set piece or a corner, he would go kiss the ball. Oh. <laughs> and the announcer was like, and uh, Pedro Gonzalez kisses the ball one more time for good luck. <laughs> He's a ball kisser. Yeah, he is a ball kisser. <laughs> I feel like people <laughs> don't haven't done that much lately. It used to be a thing. One of the biggest games of his life. Man. I think more yeah. for penalties, but uh, I mean for free kicks, it's a little, a little much. Yeah. Hey, but it worked. It, it worked. worked. Yeah, Believe it worked. in the power of the ball kissing. Well, he's been kissing this ball, and then... The audacity. The audacity. Yeah. yeah. And to hit that, the audacity. The audacity. From that far out. Where was he Ramsdale? Must, he must have he been doing? like seeing that he's been out of his net for like most of the game before this. And yeah. he went for it. He's been like waiting for the perfect yeah. moment to go for it. Yeah. The amazing thing is like how perfect when the guys score these goals it's not like it barely goes in it's so perfectly close like just under the bar into fine the net, fine margin the back of the net it had oh to be yeah because even like a keeper like ramsdale he's a great keeper and like he wasn't that far out he got no. fairly close he was know. less than a meter away like he's a couple yeah he almost feet. got back yeah. there yeah and to his credit, he had time to his credit he made it look even cooler because he didn't just watch it go in he Jumped, dove, jumped into the net to try and save it. Yeah, and that's like that's like slam dunking on someone who's trying to block yeah. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you look stupider if you don't try to go for it. Yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, he was playing the odds with how far he was out. He's like, look, I can come out this far. He's like, if he tries to go for it, there's like a ninety-six percent chance <laughs> yeah, that I'm gonna save it or he's gonna miss. And Paul just hit that four percent sweet spot. I bet part of it's a little, a little British arrogance. Part of it's a little bit like I don't think any of these guys who play in Portugal can actually do this. Yeah, it's yeah. mm. <laughs> what it always is when we play yeah. English, man. I bet that's a little part of it. 
And so I'm glad Pedro Gonzalez did it. He did it perfectly. And you know what? I thought he lined up. There's a couple of shots he had just outside the box. I mean, it was just one where he shot it so high into the net, up uh, up into the stands, that you're just like, whoa, that's incredibly bad. Yeah. And I think he was just lining it up. <laughs> yeah. he, was was lining it up. he was outside the box, and he was like, oh, okay. All right, now <laughs> if I just go 40 feet backwards, that's right in the net. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Marcus Edwards had some good chances too. Kind of blasted it right at Ramsdale's face. He had a nice breakaway. Dude, he could have won the game for yeah. that. Such a good chance. Kind of choked up. Proper Spurs right there. Spurs <laughs> man. The, the Spurs man in Arsenal Stadium. Yeah, you'd think he would try extra hard to fucking put them down, but. Now he's got that choking gene in him. Uh, did, so was he the one who shot it, who blasted right in Ramsdale's face? Yeah, he yeah. had the uh, the breakaway. Mm. Shot it right at the goalie. Sporting played good football both legs. Yeah, no, they they did well, man. And shout out to Adan, who had like the match of his life. Like Arsenal was also putting a lot of chances on on the Sporting. Oh, in the extra goal. time, Arsenal was like killing it. Yeah, they could have won that. They look good. Trossard had a great chance. And Danny's thinking, why didn't these boys invite me on the podcast this week? <laughs> we finally won a game. A big win. Yeah. No, only when Sporting sucks we get that. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's thinking, I know what he's thinking. He's thinking, we're only in this crappy tournament because of me. We could have been in the round of 16 getting smoked by Bayern Munich if, uh, if it wasn't yep. for me, right? You know, at the end, it, it works out for them. They get passed. Now they're in the quarterfinals, and they get rewarded. Well, let's go to the penalty shootout first. Penalty shootout. Anyone's game. Exciting, right? Dude, listen to this lineup that they decided to put up against Arsenal for the shootout. They subbed out Paul just before, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. So their first shooter, Jerry St. Just. Yep. Rockets it. Yo, Great that was shot. a good one, yeah. Second shooter, Ricardo Esgallo. No. Oh, Third shooter, Gonzalo Inacio. W- like, who are th- Why would you pick these guys? Uh, there's something about center backs. I mean, you know, Benfica went in our shootout. I think it was against Braga. We did the same thing. Antonio Silva's like, I'll shoot. I want to take one. The Crushed center backs, it. they they're not unskilled. They know how to hit it hard, and yeah. they know how to hit the net. I'm sure they nowadays. don't overthink it. Composure. Yeah, they don't overthink it too. They just go hard. Mm-hmm. Third shooter was Arthur, and then final shooter was Nuno Santos. And once Nuno Santos came up, you know he was going to score. They didn't. They didn't stop one of them. They yeah. almost. They all scored. Yeah. Unbelievable. They were good. Penalties. Unbelievable night in London. You think there's something to do with center backs kicking penalties where they're like, there's not that many stats on them? Like, there's not the penalty kick taker, so it's like, this guy's kind of a wild card when he steps up, right? I think it comes down more to, like, strikers are so expected to be clinical that when you put them in front of the net with so much pressure, they overthink it and they flub it. Yeah. Whereas center backs are like, I never get a shot at net. Like, this yeah. is my shot. They, you know, they might miss it too, but I, I always think, you know who's, who comes up and I'm always like, this guy is the guy who's going to miss? The backup striker. Yeah. Like, Any Anyone subbed on specifically for a penalty shootout, I feel like misses all the time. The backup striker, I'm always like, I think it's going to be you. Yeah. In my head, right? I'm it like, happens all the time. It's more pressure. It's also too bad that Arsenal had to play all this extra time, all these minutes, and then lose. <laughs> yeah. And now they're tied for the weekend. But Oh, poor that, them on the weekend. Oh, that it was hard. Yeah, it was, we'll get them. there, but it was <laughs> easy. But to be fair, because they are in that title race, you know, that's benefit sporting because they didn't play a full, full squad. There's a bunch of guys left on the bench, right, for this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe if they played the full squad, they'd win. But you know what? They didn't Arsenal's, care. 
Arsenal's trying to win the title. Yeah. Less yeah. games is better. Less games is better for them. If they win the Premier League, that's huge. You don't care about the Europa League. Yeah. You don't want it. Yeah, they need to to bridge that gap of winning the Premier League. The amount of money that they're going to make for winning the Premier League is going to be just so much more astronomical if they do end mm-hmm. up pulling off. Yeah. Trying to fight for this double and then possibly losing both, you know. But what even exactly, that, yeah. even that the prize money from the Europa League, which I'm sure is great money, is probably not even as much as like featuring in the Champions League next season. Yeah, Arsenal is not sporting; they don't need money. They're not thinking about money; they're thinking yeah. about trophies. That's true too. Yeah. Anything else on uh, Sporting oh, Arsenal? No. Gucci. I think we talked about it for quite enough. All right. Uh, in true Mourinho style, he locks down his second leg game in a 0-0 draw with Sociedad and is through on their previous 2-0 win. Congrats. He will yeah. be there. No matter what, he will be there. See if Sporting meet up with him. If they do, it'll be in the finals. Uh, United, once again led by the man on fire, Marcus Rashford, beat Batiste 1-0, bumping the aggregate to 5-1. So good for them. Bruno and uh, Dalo there. Uh, George Zouge's Fenerbahce manages a one nothing win over Sevilla, but not enough to overturn the original 2 nothing loss. Oh, no. Uh, too bad for him. This poor Jesus man. Hey, Zouge. Hey. Yeah, he's out. He looks so sad on that sideline there. It's Sevilla's his kryptonite, man. Sevilla's tough to beat in the yeah. Europa League, man. It's their comp. That's their, yeah. Yeah. Their tournament. Um, Lazio also got knocked out of the Conference League, and Mourinho, who had to play them on the weekend, and it didn't go his way, but he said, I feel sorry for UEFA. The Conference League trophy could have just stayed in Rome. Now they have to spend money to ship it somewhere else. This guy's a funny guy, man. You should, we should get him on the pod. This Aww. guy's a funny dude. He has good, good lines. Yeah. Uh, so the Europa League quarterfinals, we got Juve and Sporting, United and Sevilla, Feyenoord and Roma, Bayer Leverkusen, and the Union St. Jawa. The Union's still in this. Mm. Union Jawa beat Union Berlin. One Union had to go through. Jeez, man. Yeah, surprising that it's not Union Berlin, who was leading the league, the German league, for quite some time. It's the Belgian team. We don't want Belgium to get better on the coefficient. If they're coming up, crawling up our backs. Belgium and Holland. Dude, there's a whole thing where it's like the coefficient, a win in the quarterfinals or whatever stage of like the conference league is equal to the champions league so even though benfica is making it further in or making it just as far the champions league wins yeah. count just as much as conference league and europa league well wins. yeah that's yeah. why holland's passes that's why all these things because we don't have anyone in the conference league making wins we don't have uh demonage or couldn't qualify yeah. to, to but our vote. best team is win- our fucking portugal's best team is advancing in the champions league that's the way they do it uh, yeah, it's pretty you stupid. You need more representation, me. though. Jeez, I don't buy it. That's yeah, okay. We need representation up and down the table, you know? It's one of those things where it's like, you know, looking at the table right now in Portugal, hoping, you know, Braga can qualify for either Champions League or Europa League. They will. Honestly, maybe it'll be better if Sporting goes conference, Braga goes Europa. Sporting with a good run in the conference league will get us a lot of points. Braga always does, usually does well in the Europa League. Worst case scenario, they drop to conference. And then Porto Benfica do their thing in the Champions League. And you know what? Not just about coefficients, because people maybe think we're two coefficient guys. You know, we only care about the coefficient. That's good for sporting. 
Sporting should win a conference league. Go win a conference league. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's nice for them. Baby hey, the steps. way it's looking. They could win the Europa, technically. Look at, look at how happy Roma was last year to win the conference league. It's not yeah. nothing. It's good, man. Of course Beat those good. teams. A, a team European like Roma? Trophy. Dude, if the final of the Europa League this year is Sporting and Roma, that's a huge game. It's nice they made that competition. It's very nice. Hey, <laughs> I got 25 bucks on Roma to win the Europa League. Oh, seriously. Okay, but if Sporting makes the final, I'm going for Sporting. So I'll cash out. I'll cash out early. Uh, <laughs> uh, take your money, man. I put money on Mourinho. Um, so would you say similarly that Benfica got the easy side of the draw? Would you say Sporting got the difficult side of the draw because yeah. they have to face Juventus, if and they, now they have to face, and then after Manchester United or Sevilla, if they beat Juventus, United. And then Sevilla, who this is their favorite fucking tournament in the entire world. Yeah, they love it. Fuck La Liga, fuck Copa del Rey. They just live for Europa League. <laughs> that's their season, Europa League. Is yeah, main. that's, that's the main quest. Sporting have a hard run, but if they can get through there, it's looking probably like Roma. I don't know, Leverkusen, how well their season's going, and the other Union, I don't know. But Benfica beat this Juventus. It might be a different Juventus coming out of the break, but at the, it's still the same players. They're still yeah, Rabio. A bunch, it's still... Of, a bunch of scrubs. They lost McKenney. Yeah. yeah. So you beat the hard, beat them, yeah. You already beat the harder team. So this is what I would say to Sporting Nishas, who are worried now we have to play Juventus. You already beat the harder team. Yeah. So just keep, if you come with that same mentality, you know. They could beat Juve. I don't think they'll get past Sevilla or Man City or Manchester. Yeah, I don't think so. That'll but be that'll be really tough. I'll be rooting for them 100. percent They got to go up against Bruno. Ooh. Is that will that be his first return? No, no, it, really? I don't know. Maybe we'll have to look into that. Yeah, um, closer. I was watching this uh, sporting game with my grandfather and my father, both Benfiquistas. Game ends or in a penalty shootout. Obviously, exciting penalty shootout. They both cheered. I mean, sorry to out, sorry to out them, but they <laughs> they went and they cheered. They were happy. Yeah, and I don't think it's it's a little bit coefficient, but it's also Portuguese Portuguese beating the English, and the English always yeah you know downtrod on us, look down on us, yeah think they're better at football than us, and they're not. So it's a it's a one over on them. Well, mm. they are big time underdogs. It's like a big deal to beat Arsenal, the fourth place against the first place in the Premier League. Exactly, the first fourth place in Portugal is a better club. <laughs> than the first place in the Premier League. Do you understand that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of that Premier League is garbage. That's right. Um, but yeah, this was a conversation they were having on the um, the Sella Sound Pod. Danny Pinto had a uh, Tom Cundred on, and they were talking about like how do people view like Portuguese teams doing well in Europe? And he's Tom Cundred was saying like the younger generation kind of wants all Portuguese teams to be represented and do well in every tournament. And then he's like, the ultras and the old guys are like, if that's not my team, if Porto loses in fucking, you know, group stage of Champions League, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck I talk, I talk Means to, nothing. I once spoke to this uh, Brazilian guy, and he was like, I don't understand Portuguese people. They'll cheer for their rival in the Champions League or whatever. In the Copa Libertadores or whatever, some other Brazilian team, I'm Flamengo or whatever. I'm not going to cheer for Corinthians or whatever. And I'm like, it's totally different. Like it, I don't think they Brazil, need Brazil yeah. is like the United States of America. They're the biggest, they're the biggest yeah. country in that continent. Same with England. Same with thing. A Chelsea fan cheering for Arsenal in the Champions League. That wouldn't make any fucking sense to me, but I would cheer for them as far as the final. I'm not going to cheer for them to win the goddamn trophy. Cause that's a little, yeah, that's a little much, right? Yeah. You want them to advance to make it far. <laughs> that being said, we're a small country, and it's nice anytime that such a small country does, you know, 
anything. That's what I said. I said all bets are off, man. You just want the you want the representation, right? Yeah. It's nice, but yeah. I want Porto to lose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hate them. Old school. Little, old st- I'm a little old school. Yeah. And I want Sporting to lose too. They oh, won, they won too much already. Porto's won too much already. Oh, not enough. On that note, I was on the uh, the FC Porto podcast this week. Oh, you guys how did that go? It went really well. I liked it. I had a great time talking to Rui there. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out that show, check it out. Um, FC Porto in English. I believe that's the name of their podcast. They're on Twitter, FC Porto in Ing. Um But yeah, we uh, we talked about the uh, Champions League game against Inter there. So uh, check them out. All right, I'll have to check that out. I checked it out. It was a good show. Rui is one of the few Porto fans that I like now. Oh, nice. (laughs) What about Jason? He wasn't there. It was just me and Rui. I I guess still got to do analyze Jason. I got (laughs) to do a ocular pat down on him. (laughs) Deeper dive. Yep. (laughs) All right. Moving on to the Portuguese League. Uh, the weekend starts with Rio Ave beating Santa Clara 2-0 in the Azores. The Islanders fall into the sunken place and last place in the table. These Azorians, they're toast. Toast. Oh, man, this game. Santa Clara. What are we talking about? Santa Clara? Yeah, they lost. 2-0. They're at the bottom of the table. The Santa Clara goalie, Batista. Yep. Just like the wrestler. <laughs> he he made great saves. There was a they got a penalty. He saved it, the yep. penalty and he saved the rebound. And like other than that, he also made great saves. His goal is pretty good, mm-hmm. but he could not do it. Two goals, dude. They're just they're dropping. And they got to get their offense going. I don't know where Gabriel Silva is. He's not playing. Bobson. Bobson's not playing. I don't know who's his coach. I would like to talk to him. Yeah, honestly, man. These we're gonna lose the island. I think in I the think first division. I think earlier in the season, Chris had this sort of theory, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong about your theory, but it was that, you know, these these newly relegated teams, they start out hot, they're going to burn out. By the end, their will will be finished. And I think that maybe it was not so much the team, the newly promoted teams. I think their will to survive burns a little brighter and lasts a little longer. They just came up. It's actually these teams that have been in the first division for a long time. Their resources have been sapped. They've sold their best players. They have no more money. And after a while, they got nothing left. So it's what? Like three or four years. That's when their will really burns out. That that might They're be broken, it. Yeah. Kazapia is still going strong Kazapia's right now. Kazapia is a different animal. They're I still flying high. Kazapia has got some, they got some juice from some agents and from somewhere else. They have connects. But somewhere like Santa Clara, yeah. And we're seeing with the other island team too. So mm-hmm. maybe that was the, the theory. You know? Yeah, they're taking it for granted. Yeah, yep. I don't like. I don't like this coach. Yep, get rid of him. Uh, to make matters worse for the Islanders, Passos picks up a point in a one-one draw with Aruka, Nico Gaitan, and the Mohican score. But uh, yeah, Nico Gaitan had a really nice shot from like way out, hit the post, and then his goal was eventually just like right in front, and then he just rooped it. And, and props to everyone who was. Uh who was picking Passos to go on a run, who was picking Passos to pick up some points because I did not pick Passos to pick up any points. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I pop my peas? Yeah. I uh, I picked them to just stay in last place forever. and uh, They got that uh, Paulo B bump. 
Yo, they got some good players. Guy Tan. Paulo Dude, they B. got this sick black and gold jersey. And Tunj. They got a sick wearing, jersey. They got to keep wearing this jersey. Jerseys make you play better. I don't yeah. know if you've seen this. Uh-huh. Dude, if anyone's got a link on like a black and gold Passos jersey, preferably Antunj, let us know. I can get you that. You and can get me that. And you so got a guy. I got a website. Okay. I'll look Pornhub. into it. Pornhub.com. <laughs> oh. And also like the, the carousel, the, the manager carousel. I mean, when someone brings back their dud manager who they fired in the beginning of the season, you're just like, all right, this is, what do you got? What do you, this is a shambles, as they say in, in English. <laughs> but it's not shambles. Or is it the best comeback story you've ever heard? Yep. Almost like a movie. They should, yeah, they should <laughs> yeah. make a movie about it. <laughs> all beavers. This guy was, <laughs> while he was fired, he was in his apartment doing heroin yeah. for like months. And then Pastros calls him back. Mm-hmm. It was a beaver on the other line. They say, <laughs> Come back. We got to build this He was dam. hanging out doing blow with that sporting guy we saw in that after hours this weekend, right? Okay, well, no one, no one listening knows that guy. But yeah, that guy was crazy. <laughs> that guy's insane. I see him every weekend. Oh, you've oh. seen him before? Of course I've met Pedro before, man. <laughs> He's always there. You can get Pedro on the podcast? No, he doesn't you don't want to talk him about here. Thank you. You don't want him to know where you live, dude. Don't put after hours people in this house, please. Hey, uh, Range fails to put up a fight at the Luge as Benfica with three early goals by Ramos, two by Juan Mario, and then three goals to follow in the second half. An own goal by uh, Range, and then Andre goal make it 4-1, and then Tony Silva finishes it off for 5-1. How'd you guys feel about this game? Gonzalo Ramos, right away, header, boom. Too easy. Too I mean, it's easy. a better competition. I think it was a, what a pass by Rafa. You see this assist by Rafa? At first, I was like, oh, that was an accident. But then when you see the replay, like, whoa, he meant that. Like, a header assist. Of course. And the this head, guy's still... The ball's coming hot in at his direction. He said, I got to put it yeah. backwards, see where it goes. Very yeah. nice. Still does not want to play for Portugal. Yeah, Roberto Martinez called him up. He's like, "Yeah, you want to change your mind? It's me now. <laughs> and I was like, no, man, I'm done. Do you well, think maybe it's that he's just like, if he comes back too soon, it's going to look like, oh, it was all Fernando Santos. I think It he looks looked, weird on him, maybe. Yeah. I think he looks at that lineup and he says, where am I going to play? And he goes, Jean-Felix is there, these other people. Yeah. It's passed me by. Why don't I just focus on my career, my shit? Because these people don't give a fuck about me. I already won. Was he on the Euro 2016 team? Yep. I already won. I'm a winner. A trophy. It's probably a there. Winner. Probably for there for the Nations League too. He didn't even playing, fucking play. Playing like ten minutes in 2016. Yeah. yeah. Do we really have any right wingers like him? We don't. We need. We need someone for that spot. Yeah. He could yeah, maybe. It would be nice if have he showed a, up. Have a spot maybe. No, he knows how he's. He, he doesn't want to fight for it or anything. He's been there, man. See the funny thing. The training. He can I just say this? No, go for it. Yeah. So he plays on Benfica. Roger Schmidt, we're doing so well. We just won four one. Our last game is on Saturday. Guess the next time he has to show up to Benfica. Next Saturday. He it's said take off. he said, take the week off, everyone. Take the week off. This guy's in the Maldives, man. He's fucking with his girlfriend, chilling for a week. Chilling for a week during the mid season. It's such a long season. These guys barely get vacation time. He's like I get a week off. I get to go to the Maldives. Why the fuck I want to go train with these guys and bust my ass? Yeah. To play no no minutes. Liechtenstein and See Luxembourg. I, I'm with them. I'm yeah. with them. What I was going to say is the funny thing is like for for you guys as Benficias is like if Rafa makes it, realistically, it's probably like Otavio gets dropped. Maybe Mateo Nunes 
Like I don't know why Mateo Nunes is there. To be honest, honestly, I'd rather make any I'd ra- sense for me. I'd rather Juan Mario have the week off too. He's yeah. not going to play either. He's wasting his time too. I like the idea of Mateo Nunes, but I feel like he's not doing it at Wolves. So I don't. Yeah. I bet you Juan Mario plays forty five minutes at least. He'll get of the two games. Yeah, he'll get subbed on. He'll get time. Maybe he'll start the second game. Well, he, I think a lot of people will get subbed on because you get five subs now, and he wants to see a lot of people play. Right, mm-hmm. how they're going to play in the game, how they're going to play in a certain situation. So I think there'll be a lot. Of, I think he'll use all five both games. And he wants to pay his oh, respects to players. Be yeah. like, I'll give you some good minutes. Like I called you up, you're my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back to Benfica. Benfica. The uh, Rafa got the penalty. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that was definitely a penalty. The guy took him down. Hand on his arm. Yeah. He goes down to his knees. Goalie smashes into him. Double mm. penalty. We should got two penalties. No. On that. You're saying not DP. That. <laughs> that was he, not, he, got he got DP'd, but I think oh. that. But I he deserved the DP. Rafa did not get DP'd. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Jomari takes the penalty. Goalie got a hand to it. Fingertips. Mm-hmm. Tips. Getting scared with these Jomario, but he's like, that's eh, no problem. It's no problem. I shoot it so hard. Come on. It goes in. I knew what I was doing. I knew he had his fingertips to it. <laughs> Well, he had to go a little lower than he usually goes. He usually hits that that top corner netting. You know where the net's pinned back? Mm. He likes hitting that part. You just want to, under yeah. the net, but he skied one recently, so he's kind of worried. I think. Yeah. And this was uh, want to bring it down a bit. Selton Bahia, B I A I. It's like the opposite of Bahia. Bahia. We gotta g- get Let's a pronunciation Baia. confirmation on this. Let's, yes, uh, someone's gotta let. I us would know. say Bahia. Bahia. It's actually um, pronounced pronunciation. <laughs> uh, he's 22. Shit. He got, uh, we mentioned before, he got called up to a Portugal training camp, not officially on the roster, but there to there to hang out. Is he going to be a replacement for uh, Jose Sa, maybe? Maybe we're losing faith in Sa? Maybe. Get a new young guy. I mean, we got Diogo Costa, so I don't really know what we're looking at all these other guys for, but... Hey, they're called backup for a reason, yeah, right? Hey, there's probably yeah. two fields. There's two fields. They're playing with four nets. They only got three goalies. Hey, call up another guy. Let yeah. him fill in the other net. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's for, like, training. We got a couple yeah. games going at the same time here. Come on. <laughs> Why are we all sitting around? <laughs> double double nets. Yeah. yeah, It's good to call him and be like, this is your team, because I think he might have another choice in teams. Mm. I don't know. That's what I think. Be like, yeah, you know these guys, you know the coach. That's what Roberto, I think, is trying to do. He's trying to lock down a lot of guys. Kermiti is waiting for his call up because Tunisia is calling him. He, apparently, he so, rejected Tunisia. And he rejected because yeah. he wants to come play for Portugal. I Hope say nice. Does. I say nice. Please do. He I could love turn into it. a superstar. Yeah. Hell and yeah. Yeah. Man. Roberto probably already called him. Said, so, hey, yeah. plan for the future. Maybe not this time, but maybe another time. I'm gonna call you. And you know, for me, these are the type of guys I think that's nice to call. They have. Either they have like uh, Portuguese ties, or they've been here for so long. Not like I think I made the mention last week. Like Otavio just played with Portugal for five years. The guy's Brazilian. He's a Brazilian man, and we have we're playing <laughs> okay, him. Yeah, you hate Otavio. Yeah, we get it. Just no. Every country's got a Brazilian man <laughs> on their team, registered the, or uh, not. The Italian coach uh, Mancini just got into this week, being like, "Why, like every other team in Europe and all over the world, like they're taking in players from you know." Not uh, like naturalized players and stuff, and he's like, Italy's got to step up and stay on par, and you know, call up the guys they need if they have to that are willing to play. Also, Italy's also in a in a particularly dead era. Like, two of their best players are playing in MLS, and mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, they got no, they have no Del Pieros. They have no Tottis. They have no superstars. They no. got, I don't know who they got. Spinazzola. Spinazzola. <laughs> <laughs> What's the injury update? They got Chiesa. Chiesa is good. Chiesa, yeah. That injury Chiesa is their best player. Speaking of Italians, Cher uh, Endure towards the end of the game gets subbed on uh, for Benfica, and he's a young Italian midfielder. Very nice. Yeah. He's getting a couple minutes. I think it was such a blowout. People want to see the Norwegians again, but he's... He it, said, no, let's Cher bring on Cher. Schm- exactly. <laughs> what you say? What Schmidt? <laughs> <laughs> he, he believes in love after life. That's yeah. right. Right? He's sharing, as you said. Sharing the wealth, yeah. sharing the love, sharing the time, the playtime. And uh, speaking of sharing the time, something that I predicted came true, so I can pat myself on the back because no one else will on this goddamn podcast. Pat you on the back? He put in Morato with 15 minutes left so he could play beside Antonio Silva. What mm. did I say? Well, the th- let them play together before Inter. Well, that's he subbed him on, but. Uh... And who was the other defender at the time? Antonio Silva, so they could play together, no? And Antonio Silva scored a goal. But also, he was kind of at fault for the goal they scored. Well, that they're working things out. They're trying well, yeah. things. We're up. You can you can let the goal. Dude, you, you guys can can't stop we gotta fix that. Safira hey, is on fire. Patrick, anytime I'm like in my kitchen cooking, I'm making a brand new dish I've never made before, I fuck up, you know? And yeah. that's how I know to not make that mistake again. You got to try it, right? That's a good analogy, metaphor. Yeah. It's a secret. Fun. It's also a little, little bit more difficult to hop in the game and then, yeah, you know, I was you're gonna not say, up he's, to speed. He's just fresh in the game and like they got scored on. But yeah, that's good to get him some minutes. Got to get those minutes. Um, For the third goal, it was a great passing play, right? Yeah, the Joao Mario goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Nerej like fumbled the ball up with a guy, but it was good for he kept it. It was good that he kept it and then uh, passed it on. Yeah, it was good. Good luck there. Or you said lucky. I said it was lucky. I was think it was a good lucky. job by him. But the Gimarange defense didn't know what was happening. No. They got lost in the that fumble. Was a nice pass and play. The fourth goal, Joel Mario practically got a hat trick. He was trying to pass it in and it was just hockey a hat trick. Terrible fumble. It'd be a hockey hat trick. He yeah. was the last Benfica player to touch it. Bounced it off a couple guys. Off. Yeah. I thought it looked super offside to me. I don't know yeah. what they saw. No, there's that one guy sticking his leg they out. They measured nah. it. The guy's leg was a bit ahead. Me yeah. and Chris. Uh, I saw the replay. I saw it. I don't know. Looked offside to me still. Mm. Thank you. Okay. 4 1 final then. I thought Florentino had a great game, won a lot of balls, as always. Just want to give him some uh, credit. Not good enough to get called up, though. Yeah, I know. Another snub, a Florentino snub. Would you have preferred uh, Florentino to Joao Mario? Absolutely not. No. No. But in terms of, no. I'm saying Joao Mario is playing better, but in terms of what you need from that position and the style of player they are, would you have rather another kind of defensive uh, That's true. Midfielder there. Get, or get, another... Flor- get Florentino ready for the William role because they love having William. William's gone. We're bringing Neves. We're bringing Paulinha. And then it's like when you're talking about attacking midfielders, you're looking at Bernardo. You're looking at Vitini. You're looking at Bruno. Joao Mario does not fit into that conversation, but Florentino can fit into the conversation of like defensive midfielders. Dude, right. what are you talking about? Joao Mario doesn't fit into that conversation. The guy's um, like. He's top. a forward, though. Yeah. But do you think he can compete with Bernardo and Bruno and Vitinha? I put those guys ahead of him, yeah. Are we thinking more about Portugal or Benfica? Portugal. For Benfica, Portugal. For Benfica I'm saying Florentino. I'm saying for call-ups. For Florentino, 
five hour trip. Go to St. Yes, Bart's. Yes, you want them all to rest. Go I know. St. Bart's for a week. No, this guy's going to St. Bart's. Pineapple. Oh. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. <laughs> you never see one of those straws in a coconut. You, you want got to that be drinking Muay Thais. Yeah. Relax. You want a man on the beach to chop up a coconut with a machete for Relax. Him. But don't relax too much. I mean, only a couple drinks a night. You have to keep your balance. You have to keep your, your readiness. Maybe Wait, go- but... Maybe they should not be on vacation at all. They should just be training every maybe day. Maybe go for a jog every morning, you know? Something that like treadmill? that. I'm sure he gives them a treadmill. Why would you operation. want them to go on vacation and train rest and not train? Bo- rest their bodies. Rest. Rest. Well, you got to stay fit. Okay. okay. Well, just Florentino, Juan Mario. And I think he deserves a call-up, yeah. Okay. So you you would have swapped them in the lineup or no? Well, they're different positions. Yeah. Uh, anything else on Benfica? Uh, Chiquino was really good also. Great yep. passes. He's like ping. He's pinging balls. He's pinging. He's sending guys in. He's so playing wait. great. He's looking like prime Enzo out there. Prime Enzo. Yeah. Wow. Because so Enzo's past his prime now. He left Benfica. He's he's like what is he like thirty five now? Stinky. If he left Benfica, arsonist. Did he play at all? I don't think he did. Did he? He got the week off. And you know what? He's gonna get his week off. He's probably gonna go back to Norway, <laughs> have some salmon. I don't know what they do up there, but. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going fly fishing. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably yep. go ice fishing up there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Shavs uh, go down to the capital and play Estoril. Uh, Steven Vitoria once again called upon for penalty duty, and he scores as he always does. Juan Teixeira would score the second penalty as Shavs win 2 nothing. Carrying, carrying, carrying my real fever app team on his back <laughs> is Steven Vitoria. Thank you so much, brother. Well, I got them too. My Canadian brother. Dude, they're up in 11th place. They're looking good. A couple wins. They could look, they could be in 8th place, 7th place, behind, right behind Casapia. That's good, yeah. God damn, Shav's looking nice. That promoted team, their fire is still burning bright. The keys to the north. Uh, other northern teams, Porto and Braga tie a 0-0 in the quarry. Uh, neither team can break the deadlock. Porto comes out with their worst wingbacks in a pinnacle season game. Pizzi comes on late and botches both chances in extra time. Damn, uh, that's harsh, man. <laughs> Pizzi. Dude, it's he, true. He could have done it. But I got to say, we started this game out with Wendell on the left back and Rodrigo Conceição on the right. And I was like, what is this guy thinking in one of the most important games of the season to start these two bums? Evan Nielsen up top again. They don't do it against Inter. He gives gives him another chance. Eustachio's on the bench. Gruyich starts. Gruyich has been playing well, and I don't understand why we took him off of that lineup. I'm happy to see Eustachio brought in in the 35th minute alongside Galeno, but I was like, just take off. Take off Conceição because he made a terrible pass that led to Braga getting a shot on target. And Wendell, Wendell's whatever, but like he was, I think he already had a yellow card by the 30th minute and he's not a superstar. So why is he out there? Literally, you know, move anyone to left back, get uh, Pepe to play right back, bring in Eustachio, bring Galeno. Just terrible, terrible setup. You guys have a wing back problem. Yeah, we had a big wing back I, problem. I think they have a squad problem, to be honest. And it, you know what? It's not for me to say these are no. These are true. other people's problems. This is another another person's house, right, Chris? You don't you don't talk about another person's house, dude. Right? We got Pepe, hey, who's forty. This is the Portugal corner, all right? <laughs> we talk about everyone's everything. house. And what are we doing here? We're talking about soccer, Justin. Okay. Yeah. But I just want to say all the good things, bad and funny. I, <laughs> so this better be funny. Yeah. Damn. I, so I just want to say, 
Porto, if Benfica came out and played like Porto did against Braga, they would have been up 3 nothing. But for some reason, Braga is just like, oh, willy-dilly, missing all their fucking chances, not doing any goddamn thing to beat <laughs> Porto. Talking to my dad, he's like, you know what? Tie is actually the best result. It's not the best result. The best result is Porto losing because, let me tell you something. Braga will lose to fucking, I don't know, Estoril, Guimarães, Chaves. Porto's not going to do that. Braga is the only team that, that Porto would possibly lose to. They're going to win out. Benfica's yeah. going to win some games. They might drop some points. So luckily, the gap's 10 points, so we'll see what happens. I'm not calling it yet. Sergio Contessano is certainly not calling it yet. He says that uh, we're still in this. So and we are. Yeah, Braga win would be best. For Braga sure. win would yeah. be the for best. You, for you that's guys. What was, that's what I was cheering that's for. That's what I was saying. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's tied. No, you know, nobody's Braga, saying tied. Tied is stupid. Because Braga's at the same level of points as Porto. I'm like, fuck that, man. Braga will lose to some other fucking jabronis. Hey, man, they're doing pretty well this season. Kind of a shitty game on Porto. Evan Nielsen had a great chance towards the end of the game and just flubbed it past the post. Um, and then, yeah, Pizzi had two... Two chances there. Bro, you got outplayed in the second half by Braga. <laughs> yeah, Braga played really <laughs> they well, were man. killing it. Also, Mateusz's long balls are amazing. Dude, like, Mateusz, he just sends people in. He had a great save, too, against uh, Galeno with a, like a volley in the box that he got, too. Mateusz is honestly probably the second-best keeper in Portugal right now. I think yeah. so. He's really good. He fucking you know, kills us. He has the game of his life against dude, us. Mateusz is so underrated. He, he needs... He needs some respect on his name. Mm-hmm. And, so, so. and to, just to bring it back to Benfica, I forgot a point oh that I wanted to say God. about the Inter game. <laughs> I could totally see that first game going poorly with Morato, Antonio Silva, and Vlacodimos back there. And Vlacodimos has to do something crazy. And then he makes the stupidest decision you've ever seen in your life. Yep. So, you know, that's why I say, like I said earlier, like people are always already calling it for the next round. Like we have to beat Inter and we're losing one of our, our captain in the first game. So anyways... Back to uh, goalies and the performances this season. Mateos, yeah, definitely ahead of Vlaco Demos. Definitely ahead of Adan, who fucking make f- mistakes every week. Frangle. Adam Frangle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mateos is solid. And he, uh, he and you know, those uh, shots that miss and stuff like that, like Evan Nielsen's shot that misses, that's because he sees Mateos in net. He's like, I have to pick that corner. If I don't pick that corner, he's going to save it, right? Yeah. So he's, he's like, intimidated. He's trying, you know? Yeah. Um, and back to a Benf- a former Benfica player, Pizzi, two v- good, great chances to win mm-hmm. the game, and he flubbed them. Dude, that second chance, like way later, the like 95th or 6th minute. Like the last kick of the ball. Dude, if Bonza ran a little bit harder, he would have got there, and he would have scored. At the same time, Pizzi, one-on-one with the goalie, no one around him, open shot. Yeah, you got Diogo Costa in front of you. You got to go for a goal. You should have shot it, yeah. But Bonza didn't know he was going to make that stupid pass. So <laughs> yeah. how do you know to run into that space? Yeah, I think he was also trying Bonza to Bonza was like, why didn't you pass it to me? I think he was also trying to create space, yeah, between him and the defender because the defender was going closer to the net, so he wanted to not follow him. And then also a rebound, maybe. Yeah. He's, look, he's a striker. He's looking for the rebound. Yeah. Okay, this guy shoots it. Maybe it'll come right here where I'm standing, right? So yeah. you're PT in the 96th minute. Are you shooting or are you passing? I mean, 96 minutes. Nothing's happened for 96 minutes or 95 and a half. I'm going to shoot. Yeah, you're basically one-on-one with the goalie. There's like a part where you freeze frame it, and he's just it's just him and the goalie. Like, why didn't he shoot it? It is yeah. Diego Costa. It's a no-brainer. That's a trick question, Evan. Move yeah, on. Yeah, no, but if I'm me, 
I know I'm pathetic at football. I don't know what I would do. I'd probably well, just kick it into the stands. But if I'm Petey, if I'm Petey and I'm amazing, yeah, I, w- I would guess. And I've scored so many goals over my career. I guess why not shoot it right? He didn't have the confidence at that moment. I think yeah. he has confidence is low. Yeah, it a must of, be. It must a lot be. of Porto fans were scared. They were like, Petey's gonna come on. He's gonna fucking do us <laughs> dirty. Just he like the week did. before with fucking Thiago Govea. Um, another conversation that I saw online was like Braga. Needs to make the Champions League for next year because they need to re-sign Al Muzrati, who I think to get him on a contract for next year would make him like the highest paid Braga player ever. Wow. So yeah. like they need to hang on to him. They need to hang on to Mateusz. Um, they're in danger of losing like a lot of players. But they have don't they have foreign investment and yeah, they well, I have, thought like, they have all this money now. Yeah, I was they gonna can, say they, they can right? pay the wages. Al Mizrati was the best player on the field. He was amazing. Dude, he's fantastic. Most completed passes in the game. He, he is like so good. He's an all star. If he stays in Portugal next I, year, that would be a, a fucking amazing accomplishment by the Portuguese league. Is he gonna stay on Braga? This but, is crazy. This guy just keeps staying. But you don't know because, you know, they got Gorby coming through the ranks and you don't know when <laughs> Gorby is going to be ready. He might be ready next year. Who knows? I recently found out Gorby is a center midfielder. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but with Big Al, it's like, yo, man, what if a team like Leipzig or Leverkusen or Leicester, maybe not Leicester, they might get relegated. But like one of those like mid-table teams in a bigger country that can pay more, like they, they're probably looking at him. Well, luckily for Braga, no one in the Premier League apparently rates Portuguese league, Portuguese players or... Any of them, except for... Uh, Marco Silva. Except for Marco Silva, and he already and, has Juan Polina. And Wolves, yeah. So he already has Juan Polina. Other than that, you're good. Uh, so, yeah. Because they could pay the... England can obviously pay the highest salaries, but... Yeah. But does he have the speed to play in England? He's not Juan Polina. Oh, Go to right. Italy. I wrote uh, Al Masrati in my notes, and it autocorrected to Al Mustard. <laughs> Al, <laughs> Al Mustard. Kern Al Mustard. <laughs> Kern Al Mustard. <laughs> Colonel Mustard in the midfield <laughs> with the stonk. <laughs> uh, Benfica in first place, 10 points ahead of Porto now, 12 points ahead of Braga in third, 18 points ahead of Sporting in fourth, Guimarães in fifth, Aruca in sixth, Casapia in seventh, uh, bottom of the table, Maritimo in 16th place, Passage jumps up to 17th. I never thought I would say that. And wow. Santa Clara drops to 18th place with 15 points. So it's kind of a dogfight back there. And if you're Estoril and Portimonense, all you're thinking is like, do not drag me into this thing. We got to keep putting up points. And uh, yeah, I think it's mainly Estoril. They're only five points off. And man, yeah. that's not looking good for them at all. First real, but the, first real, maybe they're in contention for the playoff or whatever. Yeah. You know. At the very least, these bottom three teams are fighting for that playoff. Yeah. And that's their lifeline. That's right. That's what right. Passos makes it up and then Maritimo and Santa Clara gone? That would be crazy. We don't want to lose the islands. We I must have... respect the islands. We've got to respect the islands, but I don't think they're going to fight for it. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're enjoying our football jargon, just a reminder, share and subscribe to the pod as well as leave a rating or review. Helps other people find the podcast so it can continue to grow. Thanks again for all your support and engagement on the socials. Always having a fun time there. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. All right. Off to England. Wolves go down three goals against Leeds. Uh, the removal of Neto and Podence for Traore and Sarabia inspire the Canis Lupus to a funky lob <laughs> from Johnny and then a second from Mateusz Cunha to make it 3-2. 
Johnny would then see a red card on a harsh tackle to end any hope of a comeback, and the Leeds would score again, and Mateusz Nunes would get a red from the bench. Hey, when they were down, I didn't count them out. I've seen them come back with a red card before and win, so I had hope, but it didn't last very long. Yeah. That Johnny lob, that was fun. Reminiscent mm-hmm. of Pote a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, th- I thought the three goals at the beginning, I was like, fuck, this is hopeless. Something's wrong with that team. I don't know. Podence and Neto, you said, were struggling. Yeah. Not doing nothing. No, man. Once they came off, Traore, Sarabia, like they, those two Spaniards, they inspired the team. And maybe that's the has to do with the coaching change. <laughs> They're a Spanish team Spanish now. Coach, they got to yeah. go Spanish yeah. now. Dude, yeah. it's not going to work anymore. It's Portuguese players over there. Not happening. Yeah, meanwhile, our national team coach is Spanish. I don't know how that works all into it, but we'll oh figure that out God. in the weeks to come. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're saying we're going to have a Wolves problem? <laughs> no, Shit. No. We'll see. Um, yeah, Mateusz Nunes with a red off the bench. Shitty to see. A lot of reds off the bench for Portuguese this week. We'll get to it pretty soon, but Portuguese. Yeah, let's go do it now. Let's go do it now. Uh, United take on Fulham in the FA Cup and go down one nothing to a Mitrovic goal in the 50th. Uh, however, Fulham were their own worst enemies. They received two red cards in the 72nd minute. Mitrovic for beating up the ref. William for a handball. <laughs> and uh, Marco Silva for mouthing off to the refs as well. Yeah, so he was outside his little box. They were winning the game. They were playing better. He said we should have scored a couple goals. He said there was penalties for Fulham not given. Hmm. And he was just getting frustrated with the way the game was going. And then uh, off this counter that Mitrovic Almost scores on Manchester United comes back and they get a handball in the box, which leads to a red card and a penalty, and then the whole team falls apart. So uh, Marco Silva goes over to the ref. He's uh, looking at the computer screen. He goes over to him, says a couple of things, gets a red card immediately. Yeah. I thought that was super harsh. So yeah. did he. I mean, to throw him off on that, and then your whole team loses composure because now Mitrovic has something to say. He's probably saying the same thing as Marco Silva. What about those other situations? He shoves him the ref. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter what Mitrovic said. He grabbed the ref he fully and pushed sh- him. He fully shoved he him. A sho- he gives him, hey, I'm talking to you. Yeah, the ref was not looking at him or paying attention to him. He's, you don't have to talk to Mitrovic. Back. He pulled him back and said, hey. Mitrovic talks to you. Hey, what about me, my friend? Yeah. Sir, I have things to talk to you about. <laughs> Listen to me now. <laughs> I am the mister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mitrovic. <laughs> uh yeah no when there was people complaining about like last week bruno like you know brazed the side the uh i think the that line. was like two weeks ago now by two this point ago, by, i must say he, <laughs> he like <laughs> you know breezed off the linesman's back and i was like that's not a touch everyone's like bruno touched the linesman it's a red card it's like he barely touched him. he kind of pushed him out of the way so he could get the ball like uh, something like that it's like it was similar it's like when you're escorting a nice lady into a room you <laughs> touch the lower put his back. hand on his lower back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but guys you should not be doing that <laughs> i mean well if it's your lady then oh, it's, it's your lady yeah, i'm yeah. sure she appreciates it but with Bruno, I don't think it was the worst thing in the world. You know, he yeah, he put his hands technically on the ref. It wasn't that bad. What Mitrovic did was fully shove him and say, hey, I'm talking to you. <laughs> it's not cool. That's a red card. That ref just straightened the hell out and said, get the fuck out of here. So do you think that Marco Silva losing his cool and getting a red card, though not warranted, permeated through the rest of the team, and then the whole team lost their cool? And the Portuguese, and I, I will say the English media love jumping on Marco Silva after this. They love jumping on a Portuguese guy 
when they can kill either Bruno, Marco a week Silva, after Sporting oh. just creamed uh, Arsenal. Of course, they would love to. Of course, it's all part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, it's like, you know, William gets the red card for the handball, which I don't agree with in terms of like. Eh, it's on the line. He's, double he's jeopardy. I know. His it's, elbow. Yeah, but it's also, you know, he was like flying in there. I don't think he was trying to get his hand to it. He was just trying to get his body to block the ball in any it's way could. It's double jeopardy. You get the handball. You get the, the red card. card. You get the penalty. And then once Mitrovic gets that red card, you're down two men. Like, what do you expect to happen? Yeah, he really put himself in a bind. But do you think what I'm trying to ask is, like, do you think Marco Silva's loss of his cool permeate through the rest of the team and then the whole team just capitulated i think it always does when yeah. you're when your coaches yeah yeah coaches so down you're a man down or two men down yeah that's he should have done a better job yes. of, of kind of keeping his cool and being like okay 100%. here's the situation now 100%. we're still one one yeah at this yeah, point exactly. it's still one one yeah right? take He's, it to penalties and he might miss He's the leader yeah and did mitrovic get the red card after marco silva it was on the same it was on the same sort of uh incident yeah so now yeah. Bruno Fernandez has scored the penalty, and you're down two men with yeah. no coach and no striker. Tie game. Luke Shaw gets it to Sabitzer, pops it in, cool. and then we get to the 96th minute. Bruno, in the box blast, as Patrick says, an IBB. And in the box blast. Yep. Very nice goal. Very nice blast. Ends the game. 3-1 for United. And that's the quarterfinals of the Champions League. If you're Fulham, it'd be very nice to beat Manchester United for your fans, and then be in the semifinals of the FA Cup. That's great. Yeah. I said Champions League, sorry, FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Could and have then been done. the final will probably be against City I think, if they make the final. I think that's what the FA wanted. They just wanted to be in Manchester big final. Teams, big they teams. They want the big a, teams there. And that's the problem with like a lot of this big money going to these clubs. It's like you, you get this feeling that they want the big clubs there. It's like mm-hmm. how Portugal has a League Cup. It's, we just want the top four teams at this League Cup. Yeah. You know? We're going to go play it in Newfoundland. We only want to bring a sport thing. <laughs> Porto. Right. Right. Yeah. It has something. I think it has something to do with uh, just the money coming in, the ads, the sponsorships, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, you got Fulham and Leicester City in the FA Cup finals. Like, yeah. Coca-Cola is not going to want to sponsor that, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. You got something against Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burnley. Agua. Agua. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. Cristiano. Burnley feel the full force of the Terminators. Helen bags another hat trick in their FA Cup quarters. Um, six nothing win. The man has scored eight goals this week. Yeah, remember when he got to thirty or what was it, twenty five? And you're like, you think he's gonna get to forty five the rest of the season? I'm like, yep, hundred percent, dude. Fucking murdering it. Crazy, changing the game. Uh, Pedro Porro gets his first goal for Tottenham. He roofs it um, in what would end up being a 3-3 tie with Southampton. Uh, Antonio Conte says something along the lines of uh, the Spurs. They just don't got it. They don't got it. He doesn't believe in this team. Classic rant. I love that rant. It was a great rant. <laughs> that What makes him very good is the Italian accent with it, too. <laughs> money. They pay me a money. They pay, they pay the players the money. Everyone get paid and money. And we don't want any pressure. They're, oh, it's easy. It's easy like that. Oh, they don't want to play with pressure, yeah. yeah. Why? This is the history of the Tottenham. That's, <laughs> that's Kylian. Essentially, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that expounded. He expounded on that. You Italians know. know. They don't love the game. Spurs. It, no. They're already winning in their pockets. That's why. You know who yeah. would fit great yeah. at Spurs? Who? 
Bernadette. I love the spies. <laughs> hey, Bernadette will fit great anywhere. I love it. Yeah, it's he's a just a fun dude. guy. You can put him on the Blue Jays. Even when, even when he said they lost that game and he's like, He's like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy at losing like this. We come back like, next week. It's like, bro, you sound happy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juan Felix scores his first goal at Stanford Bridge against Everton. Uh, they leveled the game 15 minutes later. Kai Havertz would get a penalty and put them back up. But then in the 89th minute, Everton tie it 2-2. Um, but yeah, nice goal by Juan Felix. This guy still hits the post. Though. Posting in this week. The postman. He's the postman. <laughs> He's the postman. <laughs> he won't deliver he won't deliver a goal <laughs> every week, but he will deliver a post for Hey, sure. no. Yep. The postman, that's the thing. Him and Carl Malone was the mailman. He's the postman. <laughs> Delivers every day. Rain, sleet, snow. No matter what. He's so gonna he, hit that post. Deliver. We hit just, the post. We just hope right. it's posting in, not posting yeah. out. Yeah. Because in British, of course, in Britain, it's the postman. It's the postman? It's not the mailman. It's the postman. Hey, hey, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. <laughs> oh, please, yes. Oh, yeah. And don't get me started about the tax man. Off <laughs> <laughs> uh, to France, uh, Kim Kardashian proves to be bad luck for the Parisians. She attends a PSG game on the weekend, and they lose 2 nothing to Ren. Damn, this girl's got bad juju. Yeah, man. She's bad luck. Hey, but... You know what? I think she's going to start coming to Benfica games. Oh, get you her guys away. are, you guys are so away. hot right now. Lisbon's a beautiful city. She's a beautiful woman, but she's not welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go to the Avalon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I'd welcome her to my house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the PSG thing, they still have a big, big lead at the top yeah, of the table. It's almost cool. nothing to them. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, also in France, Alexis Sanchez scores two goals on Reim in a 2-1 win, effectively ending the incredible unbeaten run of Will Still that began September 18th. Hey, man. Hats off to this man. And he's he's trying to dispel this rumor that he came from a computer game background, right? Yeah. He's saying, no, no, no. I've been coaching. I've been around the game. Where's your credentials? Yeah, why don't you have credentials yet then? Why are your credentials a video game? <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, I've, you know, this is a, a fallacy. People think that I just, you know, hopped off the game and I got into coaching. No, no, that's not true. Okay, well, how long did you coach for? And wh- again, how long could it possibly take to get these fucking medals or whatever you got to earn? You yeah. Know? Well, Ruben Amarim didn't have them when he first started at Sporting. Okay. At Sporting? Or was it Braga? I don't he know. He started at Casapia. He started at Braga. He went Casapia, then to Braga, and then to Sporting. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't have them at Casapia in second division, but I don't know, Portugal, See, Portugal, no one's checking. Uh, guys, <laughs> I don't know how school works. You guys should know better than me. Okay, credentials. You got to uh, take this some sort of course or something. Yep. Said uh, a uh, Italy, Beto and Rafael Leão square off in the AC Milan versus Udinese match. Uh, two minutes after Zlatan's equalizing goal in the 45th, Beto strikes to regain the lead for his team as they continue to trek up the table in a 3-1 win. Zlatan becoming the oldest goal scorer in the Serie A, I believe. Missed the first shot. He did. <laughs> Goalie got it. They retook it. And they the blasted it the second one. The encroachment we, we discussed last week about the encroachment. And th- this is why it does make sense, right, Chris? Because, of course, the goalie did save it. 
the first to get the rebound was the defending player. And that he encroached. Was, and he was already in the box. Mm-hmm. So that's unfair. It is true. You can't do that. Can't do it. Yep. Um, but Beto quickly uh, replied. It was nice to see Beto back on the score sheet. Massive game for Udinese, beating AC Milan. Uh, kudos to them there. And, uh, yeah, Portuguese goal scorer, uh, Mr. Martinez, take a look. Please, take nothing, notes. Nothing new. It, no, no new guys. This is one of the surprise guys. Yeah. He's got to earn his way up. I was looking at his stats the other week, though, of, like, games played, goals scored. It's not, I mean, it's not I'd incredible. Be, I'd be hoping for at least, you know, a 15 goals from Beto, you know, for the for the Serie A to be like called up to be seriously considered, and still still a little low. Maybe one year and a couple years in Serie A, maybe next year. Yeah, he's got as many goals as uh, the Terminator got in one week. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> when you're putting up uh, weekly numbers to <laughs> the whole season, I don't know. Uh, red cards for Roma. They lose one nothing to their city rivals Lazio. An expulsion for. Of Roger Ibanez leaves them exposed. Mattia Zaccagini breaks the deadlock. Uh, one nothing. That's a bad loss, man. Yeah. That's a bad loss. Every time I look at Roma in the Serie A, they're just like losing to some other mid-table team. I'm like, come and on. And Mourinho man. talking shit about the midweek, and then you can't back it up. You got to back it up. Uh, Juve beat Inter <laughs> one nothing. This game was on at 2.45. It was right before. There was a lot of good games on Sunday. There was El Clasico Barca at 4. Mm-hmm. This game, I think, was 3.45. And we were watching Braga Porto at a little earlier than that. So this came on after. And, man. And you watched it. No, after watching all that football, no Portuguese players on Juve on Juve Inter. Man, I'm not watching that yeah, shit. If Ronaldo was played. Oh, no yeah. Portuguese players. We could have done some squat, some scouting. Could have some scouting. This team is going to be completely different a month from now when we face them than right now. No. It's not a month. Maybe I don't need to scout maybe either. Three, maybe it's three weeks, but yeah, that's Roger Schmidt's jobs too. You know, it's not my job. I got a podcast about Portuguese soccer and Portuguese players, not uh, Juve and Inter. Yeah. So you know what? Do that may say Vafangulo. All righty. Uh, Germany, after a goal and an assist last week, Rafael Guerrero keeps grinding as he records a goal and two assists in the first 35 minutes of Dortmund's game against Köln, which ends 6-1. Amazing. These guys, are they took the top spot. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked it up. I actually did a little research this week. I looked it up. Rafael Guerrero has only won two Polka Cups with Dortmund. Every year he's played with Dortmund, I think Munich's won. Mm-hmm. So he's yet to win a Bundesliga. A, a Bundesliga. I would love for him for him to win it this year. It'd be fantastic. And he's playing well in that midfield. He's the midfield is his spot now. They just took first, right? Yeah, they just took first place. Bayern lose to uh, Bayer Leverkusen. The Bavarians give away two penalties to seal their own fate there. Um, yeah, Dortmund jumps them. Their classicer is the next game after the international break, Woo! though. I say that's a watch. Their classicer. I think that's a big watch. You got and Alfonso. So as much as Inter Juve is not a watch, this is a watch. We got Juan Cancelo. We got Alfonso Davies. We got Rafael Guerrero. We're watching. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. Oh yeah, I, I got my boy Sadio Mane. I like watching him no matter what. Oh, you yeah. love him, dude. But also, you like, like watching that hairline go more. Yeah, <laughs> back, 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 back it back. up. Yeah. Um, but man, it's like, does Rafael Guerrero like? Should we just should Portugal just play him in the mid? Like he's he's a midfielder. Yeah, he, like Justin said, he's a midfielder. Past now. couple of weeks, he's been killing it. Yes. On the right, can he play on the right? Sure, you can play wherever you want. Put him on the right. 
We need representation. Otherwise. I think he's. I think he's a left-footed guy. I think maybe he want to be more on the left side. I think he's playing good centrally right now. He's. He reminds me. You know what? He's super. Reminds me of a Bernardo Silva. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more speedy than Bernardo Silva. I think a little more maybe. sturdy. Oh, you think he can? Think he sturdier. can handle himself a little bit better than Bernardo. So. You'd prefer him more grounded. I think I would prefer him, not wow. as nimble. That's crazy. Yeah. Good thing we didn't hire you. <laughs> <laughs> not the coach of Portugal. He's very saying, versatile. I, I think he would still be great on the left back position for Portugal. I'm. Ch- I know he can do it. Yeah, I don't. We all seen that. it. And you got to keep him involved too, because I mean, as as mercurial as Nuno Mendes is, he is fragile. Yes. Injury prone. Uh, La Liga. El Clasico is on Sunday. Barcelona wins 2-1 in extra time with a Frank Kessie goal. Benzema can... Benzema! Benzema. Uh, very injured. Apparently can only play in selective games due to a reoccurring injury for the rest of the season. So only when it's like essential, he'll be out there. Uh, Lewandowski apparently handed in a transfer request <laughs> for next season. He wants to get the Already? fuck out of there. Well, yeah, Barca just got caught for like match fixing the past like five, ten years. Like, what did he? Think they can was... get out of that. <laughs> of course, they can get out of it. But what did he think he signed up for, though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He should have went. I mean, the move is Real Madrid always. But anyways, for him. Oh, what if he does the Figo? That would be beautiful. I would love to see Lewandowski do the Figo and just oh. jump cities. You know what? It'd I be great if he went through. I don't think it would be that important because I don't think the Camp Nou really cares about him as much as they cared about Figo, right? No, they don't, but yeah. <laughs> it would still be a slap in the face, and I think Lewandowski would be a fucking perfect replacement for Benzema, especially if he's injured all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We won't speculate too much. We have many weeks ahead, but I think PSG, Premier League, these are all places he could he could go. But yeah, you gotta get off that sinking ship, yeah. brother. Yep. I mean, they're gonna win the title, but I mean, you think he's better than Brazilian Ronaldo, so <laughs> yes. Uh, Al Nasser got pushed to Sport TV six again. Could not watch the game. Uh, they faced off against Abba, who take the lead in the first uh, until it is tied by a long range Cristiano Ronaldo free kick. Shortly there was after, something in the air yeah, that night, the stars were bright. Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> um, shortly after, Talishka would score from the spot in a two-one win, and uh, Ronaldo let him take the penalty. I guess he's still on the field. Do you think he was feeling like I don't want to choke this penalty? No, maybe. Was he scared? No. He's not. Never scared. I think Taliska's the penalty taker. I never scared. I know. Ronaldo's a penalty taker now. He scored the like two hat tricks now when he's been taking penalties. I think he I believed know. in Taliska. There must have been some sort of belief in Taliska. Well, because Taliska was uh, typically the free kick taker. Yeah. And so he started taking over the free kicks, and he got a free kick goal. So maybe he was feeling generous of like, hey, yeah. these never go in for me, dude. A guy just scored a free <laughs> kick. You can... Score this pen. penalty. Yeah. Yeah. What a team player he is. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. He's learning, he's learning so much in Saudi Arabia. He's going to come back to Portugal change, man. I mean, that's a change, man. Hey, but as long as I get mine first, hey, you can have some scraps, dude. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a big move for him because he used to take the scraps. But he's also, also the winning goal. Yeah. So uh, that too. But but it's soccer. It's soccer, <laughs> it's man. Soccer. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> in fucking Saudi Arabia. It's yeah. just soccer. Yeah. It's especially, yeah, especially yeah. there. Uh, Celtic Jota bags a penalty for the green and whites, and they beat the Hib- 
Burnians 3-1. It's because I wore his jersey. Kendall Roy. That's I'm Hibbs. I'm Hibbs. <laughs> I got to that part. That's funny. That was good. <laughs> when uh, his son buys the team, and he's like, I'm not Hurts. <laughs> TFC get their first win of the season at home against Orlando uh, with the weather on their side. As I was saying last week, bring up these Florida teams. Yes. Oh, I see. oh, yeah. They scared them with the cold. They exactly. can't hang. They can't this, hang. This one was colder than the opener that we went to last Thank week. Thank God yeah, we went to the first one. We, we got lucky a week earlier, and it was actually a week earlier in March, deeper into March, and we got lucky with the weather. It was much warmer than this at the closer to the end of March. Mm-hmm. Still pretty good turnout, like decent amount of people. Yeah, I heard a lot of people left halfway through, though, because <laughs> it was fucking cold. Dude, how do you leave halfway through a game? I could never do that. How, did you see? Come on. You can't feel your fingers in your toes, and you're not having a oh, good time. And you it's know windy. it's going to be cold. That's never stopped us before, brother. It's windy off I the lake, I paid for these though. tickets. are going to stay for 90 minutes. Dress warmly. Plus extra time. But it's windy off the lake, man. I, I don't blame anyone. I don't blame anyone. And I was feeling great the entire game. At home? <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. Anyways, I thought Richie was playing very well. Yep. He was linking up with uh, Bernadeschi very well in that wing. Very That's nice. a relationship that will hopefully grow, and they'll kill it. It's going to bloom. Yeah. They play so much to that wing, too, because it's like Richie and Berna. Yeah. Kerr and K scored? K scored, and Osorio scored. Osorio, my bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. K, K had a really bad game, but also a really good game. And, like, he was giving away the ball a lot, but then also he set up the first goal and he scored the second goal. So I'm hoping up. he could play better, gotta play off it. this this good performance and play better throughout the weeks. But next week is international break, and MLS does not take a break. Dude, this is so stupid. <laughs> so we're losing Osorio, K, Larea, and Akinola. You know, at least we don't have to qualify. Like, the games don't matter for anything. Or or is it Gold Cup? What's happening? Is it just friendlies? What it's Nations playing? League for it's Canada. Me. Dude, this is stupid. I'm, I'm fucking, ho- the MLS is a train wreck. How the fuck do they not work with international well, We don't have great depth on TFC. Like, we're losing all these players. This is not good. Yeah. I'm hard-pressed to blame, uh, sorry to go back to one point, but I'm hard-pressed to blame Kay and these other guys for playing poorly when... You can't feel your fingers and your toes. I mean, Justin, you're, you're, you're playing, running around. No, the they were flowing. feeling fine. You're no, fine. you're playing with Dude, a Osorio lead was foot. playing it. He was like, I played colder. Like, this, this can't, Dude, it's Toronto. The I know. The ball's a rock. They played no, in you Edmonton. Go, you go play in Germany. You go play wherever in Europe, like up north. It's cold, man. There's, it was like minus 10 with wind chill. No, you're fine. Dude, they're fine on the field. They were okay. Actually, uh, the both the center backs were playing T-shirts, no undersleeves. That we were talking about that. That's Ouch. intimidation. NFL does that too, just to like prove like we're tougher than you. We it don't could be fuck. No, Ooh, when you're cool. running around like that, we already went through this last week. The blood's flowing. You're fine. You barely feel it. All right. Then why does Insigne want out? Why does he want to move to Turkey? He wants to go to Gala. Why That's a rumor. Th- we don't know. <laughs> why does he want to go to Turkey? That's not confirmed. You know why? Because it's not minus ten there. It's going to warm up quickly. He wants to go link up with Dries Mertens. That's why. Yeah, his boy is Mertens. He misses his lunch table. (laughs) Mertens is over there. Mertens is nasty. Bernadeschi is too popular. And Cindy is like, why doesn't nobody like me? He's like, Bernadeschi, this guy's weird, man. (laughs) He's never hung out with him before. And he's like, what the fuck? He doesn't like Bernadeschi. (laughs) This guy's insane. (laughs) Yeah. um, His boy was actually Crescido. And Crescido left. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. He was friends with Crescido. Yeah. I don't think Gala could pay what TFC is playing, paying him right now. I think like, it's like fifteen million. Yeah, it's yeah. Like 10 or 15 he's the highest MLS player, paid player ever. Um, but I think he'd. 
probably take a pay cut to just be happier, play better soccer, be a little bit closer to home and not have to deal with the cold. You guys are going to. Yeah, True. I was going to say life isn't always about money, but life is always about warmth. Warmth, warmth is the is, most important thing. Of, in I life. agree with that. Warmth is pretty important. <laughs> if you're rich, you can be warm easily. Wow. You, yeah, you live somewhere warm. Because <laughs> yeah. rich people just say, I can buy a house, and it'll be a good house, and it'll be very equipped with air conditioning if I need it, and it'll be in a warm country. My house is a really, really, really warm house. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, oh, York released their jerseys. Beautiful. Whoa, I, I like re- it. I really like these, yeah. Probably the best jerseys in the league. The white one is so nice. Yeah. I yeah. want that white one. Carlsberg 0.0. I'm getting that for sure. Yeah, the the green the green and blue one would be a great St. Paddy's Day shirt. But I mean, blue and green should never be seen. Except not. for in the washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Not a big fan of that one. Yeah, yeah. but the, okay. the white is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, The season starts on April 16th. So, hey, come out to York Lions Stadium. Is that a Saturday? Um, I think so. Let's go. I'll be there. I'm going, yeah. I'm I'll, going. Be, I'll be working. Um, stonk of the week. Pot day. It, yeah, it's not really a stonk. It's Let's be give it a pot. It's got to be pot. Dude, that's a snipe. It's a cracker. It's everything, snipe. man. Snipe. Fucking call it what you it want. It had a lot of power on it. It didn't dip too much. It like it looped. Yeah, it looped, yeah. but... Dude, that was a perfect shot. The only thing you could have done better is made it look like Clarence Seedorf just blasted it. That's it. And you got to be Clarence Seedorf to do that. And that's me being very picky. That's the best goal I've seen in a while. Yeah. In Mm -hmm. a while. Joel Wonder. Guerrero. Guerrero. It's a good show. Took first place, got two assists and a goal. Yeah. And he was he was on the block last week as well. Yeah. He got called up. Or he was already on the team. No, he's always on the team. Um, but he kept his place. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a Guerrero, too. Guerrero? Yeah, All I right. like that a lot. Black and yellow. Guerrero, congrats. Uh, thanks once again for listening. Hit us up on the social at Portugal underscore corner on Twitter, at Portugal corner on Insta. Email us at the Portugal corner at gmail.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Take a minute to leave a rating and review. Check out the old apps if you'd like. Final thoughts. That's good. This is a long one. Yeah, thanks for joining us. That's yeah, okay. thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, if you're playing in your men's league and you are just eyeing down your keeper and he's always off his line, just go for it. Just chip it. <laughs> oh, just shit. chip him. Yeah. Or yeah. women's league. I'll try. Or that. women's league. Yeah, yeah. Well, co-ed. Yeah, co-ed. Co-ed. Co-ed's the way to go. As you start getting older, you're like, you just you try. You know, it's a good level. Everyone's having fun. Whatever league you're playing. Yep. If you see the keeper off their line, go for a snipe. No, what if you miss and the whole team turns around and you're like, who the fuck do you think you are, Pedro Gonçalves? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and you say, yeah, I was feeling it. But what if you hit it? And you say, yeah, call me, pot yeah. of gold. Yeah. Pot you of say, gold. You see me? I can hit. Oh, we just. <laughs> I can hit. We just got to it. At the end of the rainbow is the pot of gold. Yeah. We finally <laughs> hit the joke. Yo. Wow. Woo. Woo. What a good joke to end on. All right, uh, mic drop. Uh, Bonoy. And I'm not ashamed to say the roar of guns and cannons almost made me cry. There was something in the air. Cristiano. Cristiano. Cristiano.